two senseis and a casual. I see you weren't kidding about the sinuses. <laughs> Boy, y'all look like shit. <laughs> I feel like it if that makes you feel anything. <laughs> And be what Probably you've been eating. Coke I did. <laughs> stuff, I'm, stuff I'm not supposed to be eating as a lactose intolerant person. Ah, got you. Milkshakes? No milkshakes, actually. If it was warmer, I definitely would have. But I made some nachos. Mm. And had some milk and cookies. Had a boy. Hey, man. I'm off. It's the weekend. Hey, you know. don't let it win. Don't let it win. <laughs> Sometimes your body needs a good spring cleaning. <laughs> well, I'm glad our listeners enjoyed hearing that. I'm your host, Weezy. Oh, man. It's your boy, Gerard. What's going on, y'all? I'm Drew. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Drew, I got to ask you. You finally watched the movie. Thoughts? Oh, man. I'm on B side. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go. Get just just go just rip it, Drew. Oh, just man. just go. Hold was... on. Oh, one second, Drew. I gotta get some water. My, I gotta. I gotta get, let me get some water. I'll be right back. All right, all right. Oh man, damn. I'm sorry, bud. I'm sorry. Hey, I didn't make the movie. This is all. Me and Mariah looked at each other last night and we're like. I'm ready for this movie to be over. And there was, say, there was 20 minutes left in the movie, but. And that's when it got good, right? I don't think it ever really got good. That's the thing. It like, it's watchable. It's, it's, I didn't have a point where I wanted to like completely turn it off, but like, I was ready for it to be over. Like I said, 20 minutes before it ended. The problem with the movie to me, it was like, everything was so forced in the movie. Like, yes. obviously that's the title you people. So there's going to be, you know, it's going to be talked about and everything, but like mm-hmm. every single scene in the movie, it seemed like there was something that they were bringing up, like between white and black people. I'm like, you don't really need this right now. Like you're not even building the chemistry between them at all. There's no character development, honestly, with anybody in the movie to me, it felt like every single scene, they just like rushed to the next scene and like the next plot or like the next story in the movie. And like, by the end of the movie, I'm like, wow, everything seems so rushed in this movie. They meet each other. Next thing you know, they're dating. Next thing you know, it's the parents. Next thing you know, they're on the bachelor party, but at bachelorette, they break up. Within five minutes of breaking up, they're married at the end of the movie. I'm like, dude, this is <laughs> this is so weird. Like, and and yeah, I get it. Like, like when uh, Eddie Murphy's taking Jonah Hill like to the hood, like to the Crips barber shop and everything, like. I didn't, I didn't laugh at any of it. Like the basketball scene, I thought I'd laugh too, but like for some reason I saw it coming where Jonah Hill was just going to start balling on the court. But mm-hmm. even watching that, like it didn't look like he had any fundamentals playing basketball. It did like, not look realistic at like, all. It bro, was... when he was dribbling the ball, it looked like the ball was about to pop out over his hands or something. Like, and then. <laughs> if uh, you remember, wait, not, not to cut you off, Drew, but if you remember, Gerard stated like the, the, he had high hopes for the barbershop scene and they rushed through it. Yeah. So that it yeah, was like two minutes long. Like all, all, all he did was wear a red hoodie. Uh, ironically, I'm wearing one now, but like 
all that happened in the barbershop was Eddie Murphy say, you going to stand up for yourself? You're going to... You're gonna be a little prison yeah, bitch they or something in the future. They could have went. They could have did so much with that scene. Yeah. Like there so. was or no confrontation. Like yeah, so, yeah. No, give them something. You know, one of them got a haircut. You didn't see the one. They just the sat there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't even. Uh, and then um, my favorite, my favorite character was David Duchovny, his dad, Jonah Hill's yeah, dad, his because dad of the was exhibit funny shit. Yeah, that was funny, but like. Even that shit seemed forced to me. I don't know. It was just it was just an uncomfortable movie all around to me. And then at the very end, that kiss, it definitely looked like CGI. It definitely looked like right before their faces met, something just sucked them in real quick and they just did like a quick little kiss. It was really cringy. I'm uh I'm very appalled that Gerard thought that movie was about me and Mariah. No, I just <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say about. I didn't say about. I said the characters. I said, I don't know yeah. with that. No, no, no. I said the characters. The characters. I thought that uh, Jonah Hill's character and um and her character they reminded me of the relationship you and Mariah have. I didn't yeah, say that. We're podcasters. We're going to Vegas. Yeah. Huh. Is that why? It, it. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I would never think you like that. Just know. I would D, never, shut the I'll fuck up. <laughs> I was yeah. It was just such a rush movie to me. That was the biggest problem with it. And like Lauren Hill, her, it's not. I didn't think her acting was horrible. Being Lauren London. Uh, like Lauren London, Lauren London. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. The Lauren Hill, I, I messed that up. But yeah, I didn't think her acting was horrible. I just thought she was just playing Herself? whatever script she was given. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, she was like the same in ATL. I thought the same kind of role or whatever. I don't know. Except she wasn't dating a white guy; she was dating Ti. Right. But yeah, I was. Uh, I probably gave it a five, <laughs> a five out of ten. It didn't, <laughs> like I said, it there wasn't a point where I was like, "God, let's turn this off. This is unwatchable." But I don't know. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus too. She, uh, her character, is just was that the over mom? the top. Yeah, the yeah. mom. Just over the top, like cringe to me. It only got good, like I said, like after all the rushing, like the final twenty minutes when the parents finally like chilled and calmed down yeah. and everything started to be like genuine after the characters finally stood up for themselves. That's the only time it got good. But Jonah Jonah Hill's role gave me a lot of anxiety with how nervous he was the whole time. Like maybe that was the point he was supposed to act like that, but like he was never comfortable at all in the movie, it seemed. That's kind of his comedy style. I just think I don't know. A as a lead, I think, because usually he's not the lead. So, like, mm-hmm. to be the lead, you got to seem, especially in a love story, you got to seem more smooth or, like, I don't know. They're just, like you said, he always seemed nervous and just was, like, his comedy Stumbling style. Kind his of words like, and everything. But y'all don't, yeah. y'all don't think that's realistic? So, say, like, I, I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going <laughs> to give y'all a, a scenario. So, John Hill was smooth with the love interest. The issue was his, um, him trying to i guess be the perfect picture for her father and that's when he would seem nervous and stuff like that so when you're dating and you want to make a good impression on your your partner's parents and stuff like that you feel like you're never getting to that point that's the point they're trying to make like so like i i let that slide but like if you don't give a fuck about their parents like then that's that's you or whatever but he (laughs) cared he cared about like whether or not her parents would accept him as him Around Eddie and 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 um, Lauren London's family being nervous, that is realistic. I agree with you with that. But he almost seemed more 
nervous around his own family. I was just and, about like, to say that. Yeah, there's, there's, I don't know. I don't know if it was nervous. I think it was embarrassment. Like he didn't want his. Yeah. yeah, I think that's it's two different things. Like he was nervous around her family and embarrassed about his mom. Like that's still your mom, so you don't want to write really push it. But he know his mom is a lie. He don't even like being around his mom too much. So if you got a partner and you gotta and like ingratiate her inside your family, you like damn, I don't know how this gonna go. You know what I'm saying? My sister's weird. My dad is out there. My mom is, you know. So you like, I, I know them because it's my family. I knew them all my life. But we bring a new person in there that has a completely different culture. It's going to make you a little nervous. So I just, I, I, I agree with y'all on the fact that, like, I feel like it could, it could have been a more fleshed out movie. Maybe not a movie. If it was a series, it kind of would have, you like you said, character development. You would have understood these characters a little bit more and like, in maybe six, seven, eight episodes. But a movie it felt a little rushed but i mean once you mm-hmm. break it down this stuff like it makes sense you know so i'm not gonna lie after i watched the movie i was surprised by a lot of people i know and said they enjoyed it i just i felt like we watched two different movies i was definitely surprised when Gerard said he liked i'm more surprised when people said they went back and watched it because after i finished i was just like there's no way i would go back and watch this movie again yeah i but there's a lot of people that's like, I thought it was funny. Like, I rewatched it. Like, I loved it. I just never came away. Well, I ain't love it. I did rewatch it because, I like, it's certain parts that I missed and stuff like that that I wanted to understand. And like I said, I, I understood the comedic, the person who wrote it. So I understood where the comedy was coming from. But, you know, I'm not... I wasn't trying to force y'all to like it. I just wanted Drew to see it because he didn't see it, so I wanted to hear his. No, opinion. no, it felt like you you was trying to force Drew to like it with the no, Mariah. no. <laughs> I just said no, like no, no. Did my my part of saying Drew is like I've seen like people were saying that the Jonah uh, Hill and Lauren London couple was unrealistic. I'm like, I know couples like this. This is not unrealistic. I know people who like this. I was like, it reminds me a lot of Drew and Mariah. Like, not that they're the same characters, but I know people like this. It's not that unrealistic. So. That's what I was saying. Like, I wasn't trying to say that Drew would enjoy the I don't movie. Know, Drew. Don't let him slide, man. I'm going to throw in so many that's racist drops on this. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? The, the other problem I had, too, is like for a comedy, I didn't find a spot where I was like, I was I, usually oh, in yeah, a comedy, no. there's a spot where I rewind yeah. it because something's so funny to me. Like, I have to see it again. There wasn't one spot like that. Like, and I know you said you understood the comedy. There's yeah. only like right. a few little parts where I was just like, ha, and that was it. Like, never a deep laugh or anything. I had such know. high hopes too because of Eddie Murphy. Like, that is my guy. But like, Eddie just, like, if you remember, Drew, when I first was explaining how I thought, there's a lot of scenes where Eddie just felt, felt like he didn't want to be there. Like, he got an amazing check from Netflix and just was, you know, just going through the yeah. motions a little bit. I don't know if the angle was right of making him. It was unnecessary. Himself. That's the other thing yeah. I was worrying. Like with the the the, uh, the Koofy crown, that part was funny, but like that was too quick. Like that was that could have been elaborated a little more or something. I did have a problem with him being Muslim because I think they tried to make that because this movie has been done before. Like there's yeah. been multiple like that. I think they tried a new angle. What I think it was is he he seemed the Eddie Murphy we know didn't align with what his character was it wasn't like a it wasn't like the moments they tried to make it funny wasn't funny like uh like the dinner right like the bachelor scene the the, the vegas scene could have been so funny like 
Jonah Hill could have been doing lines of coke or something and like hanging with his friends and there's Eddie just staring at him or something, you know, but this is where I disagree. I thought the bachelor scene was funny. The fact that he wasn't, and he was like dry while everybody else is getting high as fuck and Eddie Murphy is staring at him and stuff like that. And they're telling him the stories of where he shit on himself in Vegas. Like that's, that's like, I wouldn't, I couldn't personally be that character that Jonah was playing. Cause at some point I would be like, Hey yo, suck my dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm not. We're not finna keep doing this, dog. Like, oh, so <laughs> they could have made it funny or made it if it could have been better. They could what they could have did instead of Eddie being there, they could have made Eddie like trying to like catch him slipping up, but yeah. not actually here like sneaking or. But like, that's what he did. Behind. That's that was the point. And so, like, the point I would give well, to you and, was, and yeah, the point I would give like to a, you and Drew is he was like that a friend though. Nah, he wasn't really there. Like he told um taco like uh drew said in the group group chat he was in there he told him i'm here to make sure he doesn't have fun that <laughs> he was, was like a chaperone i'm saying instead of being a chaperone he could have been like a spy or like mm-hmm. went there without him yeah. knowing it just was awkward him i don't know i've never gotten married i feel like that i don't i don't see the dad being in a strip club like trying to cock block if he was gonna be there he could have been there like i don't know like a funny angle just trying to catch him slipping without actually saying to his face hey I'm here so you don't have fun or so I can. That's what pissed me off because at the end when Mike Epps was just like, you used to be, used to have your days back in the day or whatever, like, just let them be. Like, obviously, you to know. To point, that is realistic. There are a lot of parents that, you know, find either find God or change their ways and forget how they used to be. Right. So they hold younger people to standards, forgetting, like, Yo, you used to be that way too. So I do agree with that. Like, yeah. but again, that's in the final twenty minutes when, to me, the movie finally started to like seem genuine, seem real, authentic. Like, yeah. that's why I was so annoyed. Yeah, I, and to like, y'all point, I will say, like, I'd admit that the movie could have been fleshed out more. It could have been like it could have been written better. You know what I'm saying? There was some parts where they should have spent more time there. Like, and then you would have got the laughs that you were looking for. But you know, I didn't think it was awful. I'm probably giving it a I three. I gave it right in the middle, right in the middle. You five. got my juice. That's about it. I don't know, man. It, that, that movie was, was talked I'm about sorry. so much before it actually came out, and I just, the cast yeah. was great. I just. Yeah. And then it was unnecessary characters. Like, Mike Epps did not need to be in that movie. Like. He just walks out of nowhere. <laughs> Lala. Lala, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who else was it? Um, yeah. Uh, young Miami. Yeah, like, yes, Young Miami. Like it was it just, just a lot of it just was an excellent cast where a lot of people just didn't. Yep. No. It... Taco of all people. Like I didn't expect to see him in the movie at all. And I feel like Taco. He could have done more because I feel like like some of his parts was funny. You know, if they had a like. Yeah. highlighted him a little more like when uh jonah hill got on the plane and he saw the dad and taco he was like what's up nigga like <laughs> like that's funny you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, so, like right i just enjoy when it felt authentic yeah. but thank you drew for doing that um i'm glad you watched man you're welcome yeah, and drew welcome. i want to add i've <laughs> I, had a few more people tell me that ant-man was not good so i really need to check this out you need to see it for yourself. I, I I just saw Ant Man. I thought it was good, and I think that thank you. Huh? Top ten of Marvel. Top ten I, of Marvel. Now I can't agree with Drew and say top ten. I can't say that, but I do think that it's it's an important movie for this new uh, universe, and I think that Kang is gonna mm-hmm. Nick, bruh. 
<laughs> now, I will uh, say, while a lot of people told me it wasn't good, people told me that he was the, the great part of the movie man. and was amazing. So, Bro. I, I, what didn't they say they liked about it, B? Or what did they say they didn't like? Uh, to be honest, people have, I, I, maybe because it's still new, they haven't gotten specific, but a lot of people mm-hmm. say that one of the only good things was Kane. So. I mean, he stole the show to me. And then there, to me, there's a lot it of is. action. It's a lot of action. I, that's all I really want in these movies. And also, movies. like, I think people just hating on Ant Man. Like, if you watch that um, Ant Man one and two, this will I, give I'm you this one. right. So if you like Ant Man, it'll give you backstory on how everything came about, and I think that's important. So like, mm-hmm. that's why I enjoyed it because it's like they tell you about the uh, quantum realm, but you don't know what the fuck happened. And so now this movie right. shows what happened and what's there. You know what I'm saying? And that gives you an insight to like the multiverse. So like it's it's important. Like it's it's very important. And you know how Marvel do. Like sometimes you don't realize how important the movies are until the fucking end. Right. Later, so like yeah. this is important. To me, this yeah. This is the movie yeah. that set up the whole future. Like all the other ones that came out are kind of like tied yeah. up loose ends, like for endgame and everything. This one I think propels like Marvel in the phase yeah, four and five fully, but um, I think it was Ant Man one or two where you see him shrink down into like the multiverse yeah. a little bit, and he just keeps shrinking and shrinking and shrinking, and then he comes out of it. But that's like your first glimpse of the yeah. multiverse, and then, excuse me, in the second you see uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's right. character like in the in the realm down there, so. You can't go into this movie without yeah, seeing. The you other need two. to watch so, Ant Man one and two. If people yeah. are doing that, yeah. If people are doing that, I can see why it's not good. Yeah, because you know, people like after they after they watch Marvel, they seem to forget other movies, so they just go into it like bare. And you watching, and you like, what the hell is going on? Like, and you need to uh, watch um, uh, Loki before you watch this movie too. So, very yeah. true. I don't yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of Loki, but it was it definitely yeah. ties in Loki. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, anything else we watch before we uh I've been watching Abbott Elementary School. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about They cleaned that. up at the NAACP. Shout out to Abbott Elementary. You know, so Yeah, it just gets better and better, man. Like I I I love that. I find myself being like, Man, this is really the black uh office. Uh, office. Like, office, yeah. It's so funny to me, but it's also like it's got its its own spin to it and I'm just loving it. Loving the ride. Mm-hmm. Did did are you yes. all caught up, B? Yeah. I say they finally had their Jim and yep, Pam moment. Yep, everybody saw it coming. It was amazing yep, to see. Everybody saw it coming, yeah. so. Man, Greg, wild as hell, Nick. Never mind. PG. What? No, no, say it. No, 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 come bro. on. Bro, I would have clapped them cheeks, boy. Ooh. Like, it was, you got me fucked up, Nick. Like, now, what? Yes. Like, what? Can we talk about how Greg fumbled, like, Oh my! The baddie. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love Quentin. Quentin Brunson is is adorable. Um, he's a little cutie, but Greg just and I get it. He's more. He, he's a nerd. Mm-hmm. I get it. But the the Lego rows, like, come on, bro, like. It's thoughtful. I that was, I yeah, that that's was thoughtful. I thought that was adorable. B, you ain't shit, bro. <laughs> she's allergic to she's allergic to flowers. So, Drew, Drew, you got a baddie, and you gonna get oh. her some Lego? Yes, it's thoughtful. 
She's allergic to flowers. Well, that's you why. You might want to step your fucking game up. <laughs> Legos and the words of Tommy ain't gonna get you them draws. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. Vacation. This dude is trying to. Usually, and it's funny to see a guy doing that because maybe this is going to be sexist, but like typically on a vacation, the itinerary, you don't see guys like, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he type well, A, though. So, yeah. yeah. I was so disappointed. Yeah. That's his character. I've loved her. I've loved her since she was dropping her son off late. <laughs> Greg got her and just fumbled so bad. B, I what did it? not know you like Hood Rats, bro. I did not know. <laughs> I oh, didn't know he liked her ass. I, I, I do a little bit, you know. <laughs> but to see Greg phone with that, but what's funny, and I'm I'm sure they'll talk about this in the story, but with uh, Vince Staples' character, I forget his name, like Mo. Mo, Mo is a better fit for the girl that just dumped yeah. uh, Greg and Quentin. Quentin Brunson and yeah. Greg are better fits with each other. So I wonder if they're going to go that route. But when he was talking about the bag that he got, Quentin, and she was like, oh, where's the gift? And like completely oblivious. Like, <laughs> that was hilarious. That's hilarious. So, all I can think about is that. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to you gotta get you a girl that like both, that like Legos and a Telfar bag. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to you gotta get you one that like both. The Balance. Of that meme where you see the guy walking with the girl, but he's looking like backwards at the other girl, and like oh, that yeah. is all I could think of the episode oh. on Valentine's Day. So, but yeah, overall the show's getting really good, and I've been I'm caught up on BMF. Mm-hmm. Snowfall just came out. It's a good time for TV. It's a shows good time right for now. TV. Yeah, sports ain't. I mean, NBA ramping up, so I guess that. But football is gone unless you're watching the AFL mm-hmm. um, or XFL. XFL, my bad. <laughs> um, but the ratings for that were terrible, so I'm not sure how how The Rock is going to save this league. But people... why? Let me ask y'all a question. Why don't y'all watch it? I guess because we we all love question. football. So it like I want to know y'all reason why y'all don't watch like winter spring football. It's just inconvenient timing, and it feels like amateur hour. That's 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 the way they designed okay. it to make like. The XFL, but you watch college football though. Yeah, not as much as not as much okay. as the pros. I watch pros religiously, okay. you know. But like XFL, when it came out, it was attached to wrestling back in the day. So I'm kind of always attaching it to that, like mm-hmm. a gimmick almost, you know. I love wrestling. Don't get me wrong, but something about it, and like not really a lot of the guys really haven't gone pro after it. And I I keep seeing things like they need to attach it to the NFL, like they need that that like G league mm-hmm. experience pretty much for it. But I just, I don't find myself ever wanting to go watch it during the day or something. Like it's on really weird yeah. times too, like a Saturday at one o'clock or three o'clock. Like people are doing shit that day, you know, Sunday I'm camped in front of the TV at one o'clock sharp and watching. What about you B? That's a, actually an excellent question. I really don't have a reason as to why I don't watch it. Cause like you said, like it's the perfect timing. We're looking for stuff right now, but like, I guess there's nothing that has attracted me to it to want to watch, whether it's promoting it or like I remember back during the um the he hate the was it he, he hate, hate me? me yeah like mm-hmm. there was like to Drew's point there was a wrestling tie to it like it was more entertainment than football but I don't know I didn't see anything the first week it dropped I actually watched 
the last time the XFL came out, I watched because I feel like they promoted it more and like there's excitement to it. This time around, I didn't check mm-hmm. any part of any game, and I really don't have any excuse. Like I, I just was nothing that attracted me to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm not even gonna hold you. Down. It's not no real reason I don't watch. Like I think one weekend I'm gonna just sit down and watch a game just to see the product because they got some rules that I like. You know, um, like you can go for a three point play um, after scoring um, mm. the kickoff. They're like twenty yards away from each other, and then you like kick a like how they do um, like the um, the two point like when you get a safety like a safety kick. They pre- that's pretty much their oh, kickoffs. Yeah. So like that's how that's set up. I'm pretty sure more injuries are gonna come from that, but. Um, like, so it's certain things, certain rules, like you can challenge, like you get one challenge, whatever, like you can challenge anything. And I think that's dope. Like, cause if you know, like, oh, this call like is wrong, you could challenge whatever. So it's, it's certain aspects of it that I'm interested in. So I'm going to sit back and just, cause it's like, I, like I just said, I don't, it's not no real reason I don't watch because I, I just don't know nobody. So I'm like probably afraid to like get involved, like get involved in it. You know, and then watching it, be like, oh yeah, this shit trash. So I kind of avoid it just to not set myself up for failure. But I'm gonna sit back and watch one day to see what it's actually about because I can't call it trash if I ain't never watched it. Gerard, I feel that one day you finally sit back to watch it. The season, I was just gonna. You probably right. You probably right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The ratings right now, it might not be around along again. So. Uh, Yeah, like like B said, there's really no main reason. I just. I don't find myself caring to even yeah. check it out. And then, you know, NBA on Saturdays now, and like I said, they actually starting to play for real now since that playoffs is, like, coming. So you be is like – Is there any games on the day? I can't – this is going to sound bad. I cannot tell you the last time I actually sat down and watched an NBA game. I know. It was like, a great game last night, Boston and uh, Philly. They had I watched all game. the highlights or, – or I saw highlights. I thought Embiid shot went. I went Ooh. crazy, and it did not count. So Yeah, that – there's a lot today. There's a what's it? Suns, Bucks, Nets, Hawks, Ooh, Wizards, he come Bulls, on, like, he, he Lakers, come on TV? Mavs. All of uh, uh, like like prime. You mean yeah? Or uh, let's see. Because I know so the, around that. the Lakers, Mavs play at three thirty, and the Suns, Bucks play at one, and both of them are, are ABC. Uh, okay. ABC. And the Timberwolves yeah. and Warriors. The Suns game. The Timberwolves and Warriors on ESPN at seven thirty. Clip. Clippers it's Nuggets at ten. So yeah, it's a it's a nice day today for basketball. I have not I've not watched. I can't tell you the last time I watched a Pistons game. Like I just haven't. Oh no, I canceled my Bally Plus because that's They're... stupid. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not. You're not. You're supposed to be our Pistons. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Do you guys see Bally went? There's nothing Bally to went bankrupt, so I don't even know who's going to be like. Good. Oh, yeah. So no, I'm joking. Nah, that's not. <laughs> Listen, I thought I thought Bally's went bankrupt in like '99 or something, so I was very shocked to see you know, the whole way they went about like going about uh, making you pay for Pistons yeah, and Tiger. Nah. Like that, yeah. that just never sat right with me. Like that, that that that's the ultimate greediness. I don't people don't need to do that. So the same way I was able to watch the Super Bowl for free, like I understand making money, but in your market, like that's one of the you shouldn't have to yeah, pay to watch. You shouldn't have to pay to watch that. Yeah. Yep. But you know, inflation. You know, greedy. That <laughs> greediness. It's it's a time to be alive. Let me tell you that. Yeah. It is a time to be alive. <laughs> but we're gonna keep it positive. Uh, anything else you guys have watched lately before we transition into music? 
Uh, oh yeah, perfect match, baby. <laughs> I started right, watching last watch night, it. so yeah, I, I yes. Did you? Oh, nice. Uh, it we're on episode six now. It gets it gets. I think wild, I'm man. on. Like I said, there's a guy who just three or something like that. Just get ready. I think episode four was the big one. So yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Get ready, get ready. It's if anybody looking to watch a new show, it's pretty much all the stars from all these Netflix reality shows compiled into one show to find love with with each Yo, other. Yo, Drew. A lot of people. That seem, black dude with the tattoos. Huh? It like that. Dom. He's a sucker, <laughs> man. Oh my god, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Am I allowed to ask why he's a Just sucker? Keep watching. Tell him, Drew. Uh, I, can't I, I can't listen I can't man say, li- listen. i can't say until Jurassic. i can't i haven't seen Wait, episode four have... yet i've seen it on social media shut up b <laughs> i've seen it on social media don't say but it, yeah he just come on dog grow grow up here bro like it's not even mm-hmm. yeah that's gonna make me watch this mm-hmm. damn show and i'm so tired of this damn show. <laughs> then we'll have another yeah. boy talk episode <laughs> A tell all, but yeah, there's a lot of people from like Love Is Blind. Uh, was it Too Hot to Handle? There's a lot from there. Uh, I haven't seen that mole show, but there's apparently there's a few. Also, Drew, there, you may disagree but... with me. The girl that they like drooling over is not that fine to me, bro. Francesca. Yes, she's a she's a snake, man. I can't stand bro. Her. She's not. She's not for them to be do- going over all of that over hers. She's not that, bro. She's not that. Like so. I told Mariah she wants to be the sixth Kardashian oh, sister yeah. so bad. Like she, that's all she. Every time you see her in the camera, she's playing with her hair, looking off in the space. Just she doesn't give a fuck about but herself. Yeah, but she thinks she, there. but that she one of them girls who like thinks she really the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and dudes be giving her that attention, but she, I don't know. In my uh-huh. opinion, she not that. So yeah, I don't know. No, and then she gets her little like posse of friends to like you know talk shit about behind people's backs next thing you know when someone's kicked off the show she's off to a whole new group of friends talking shit so yeah. i can't stand her she's uh she's showing her true colors yeah, she's a weirdo but, but yeah you got me you got yeah, me dog just, yep. just, yeah, i'm glad <laughs> hey we like sh- we yeah. like trash reality that's there's nothing wrong with that i love it are you guys ready for the loaded topic yeah Let's but i it. just thought of something randomly i forgot to tell you guys I ended up, I ended up taking Bartle back, man. <laughs> oh man! Oh, sorry, Dude, man. Let me tell you guys, I feel like the I feel of like the worst of parent of all. I have felt so guilty since I did it. I keep seeing. The only reason I thought about it because I got this little bed that he used to lay on, man. I, Drew, you are right. It's a lot of work, and I with working mm-hmm. so much, I don't think. I think because I'm like single and it's just me. If I had somebody else, like I felt bad because he didn't get a lot of attention and he just ended up being like alone by himself. So I ended up um, taking him back and do. I yeah. I feel so bad about it. Like there's times I just feel so guilty, but I'm hoping he goes to a better home. I wish I could have like set him up with something, you know, mm-hmm. or like did it myself, but like. Dude, I feel. He also tore your place apart, though. Drew, don't get me started. <laughs> all my feeling bad. All I'm my sorry. feeling bad just went out the window. Think about all this shit he broke, tore up, dude. But it's like, man, 
I, I what's funny is I told Aiden I, I took him I had to take him back and Aiden's like, oh man, you could have gave him to me. Dude, Aiden <laughs> couldn't have lasted a week nah. having to take care of a dog. Nah. Dude, nah. you for you forget, like I grew up with dogs for a long time. So like you forget, like it is a lot of work. It's I won't compare it exactly mm-hmm. to having a child because you can't I mean, I guess you could take a child back technically, but like it's more responsibility. But dude, you gotta gotta feed him gotta take him out like there was there was nights where he would be barking at like three or four in the morning and i would feel bad because like i didn't want my neighbors to wake up from him barking so like i would bring him in the house like there's just always some thankfully i didn't have any like medical emergencies but i know people that have had like medical situations and like Mm -hmm. dude at one time i wanted to have multiple dogs thank god i didn't do that but I don't know. In the future, hopefully, you know, I get another one. But like my my parents have told me, you know, he kind of helped me during a, a situation like, you know, where I needed him. And, you know, it, was, it came time to, to transition to the next phase of my life, I guess. But, dude, I just feel so guilty at certain points, man. But, yeah, yeah old Bardo. You did yeah, the right man. thing, though. That's what, that's what makes me feel better. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I got two of them. So, yeah. If you can't do it, give them to somebody who can. Man. Yeah, we got three. <laughs> I, you know, I thought about that, but I think, Drew, you having that yard where they can, like, go and burn that energy, like, I never – I don't have a fence, and I wish I had a fence where he could – That's the big do. thing, yeah. Yeah, just let him roam in the backyard. Just, for and to have multiples, I think that makes it better on you because, like, it's not fully on you and Mariah to, like, give him attention, give him attention, give him – when there's no other dog, like it's all on you, man. Like, right. And you come home for work, tired. Last thing you want to do is no, no. I, I just, I just felt it. Trust me, I let him roam in that backyard for about thirty minutes. I'm filling a whole bucket up of shit <laughs> yeah. at the end of yeah. the week or something. Like, yeah. Oh my god, they're just nonstop. And then uh, a couple weeks ago, Mariah's dad, uh, he had those puppies, and they're grown now, and. uh we just kept saying, do we want a fourth? Do we want a fourth? I was like, we can't do it. Like, it's just so much work, and especially with another puppy right now. Like, four dogs in the house, your place is going to smell like yeah. shit. It's going to – they're, they're going to pee. They're going to shit in the house. Like, that, if there is a number one reason why I ended up giving them up, that smell. Like, if I had a better system mm-hmm. where, like, I could take them outside and, like, bring them in. Right. Dude, after a certain point, he just would pee in the garage. And dog piss just yep. is so strong. Yeah, it lingers. And I got like, there's a certain wall where like, because of the flooding, I haven't got been able to repair certain things in the house. So like, you can smell more from the garage. You, you walk in uh, from yeah. work after a long day, and that smell just damn near knocks you out like a Tyson uppercut. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't keep doing this, man. I cannot keep doing this. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. Boy Bardo. Miss him. Miss him dearly. So, uh, yeah, I don't know any smooth way to transition <laughs> from that, but uh, let's get into music. Yeah. Been a big week. Mm-hmm. A I have not listened to Logic Violent. yet, but I did listen to Don Tolliver, and let me just let's dive in. 
Let's dive into to love. Darren Tolliver is special, man. Like yes, that absolutely. album was amazing. Yeah, it is. And I don't know why I was so fearful that he would let me down. Maybe it's just <laughs> the year of music we're having right now. But that album was great. It was a great follow-up to Life of a Don. And the album before Life of a Don, I still haven't listened to in full, but I listened to a lot of songs from it, and that was really good. I don't know any other artist that has that type of voice that's like kind of auto-tune, mm-hmm. but somehow mm-hmm. it never gets old to me. Like he's kind of pure. At he's the, the one artist, like most of the time, even future at certain points, like you can get tired of the voice. I don't get tired of Don Toller. I don't know how, how he's able to keep doing it, but like, bro, his his creativity, the features he had on the album were perfect. The album length was perfect. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah. too long. It wasn't too short. I just came away very impressed. And everyone I know that's listened to it so far really enjoyed the album. So shout out to Don Tolliver, man. Mm-hmm. That I was curious to know what you guys thought. I thought you guys would like it. So let's get into it, man. I mean, I mean ahead, he Drew. said everything I wanted to say. I, everything I wanted to say. I love Donald Tellersburg's voice. I <laughs> love the album length. I, um, I thought that was perfect. Like, like he's special. He's a star. You know, it was like he had certain tracks on there that I just love. Like the the track with James Blake is fire. Like you know, what I'm saying? man, like, yes, bro. Yes, the yes, track yes. with Lil Durk is fire. Like, bro, he got he got. Somebody Bieber. said they didn't. You almost, if you're listening to the album, you almost think it's two different tracks because right. of the switch up with yeah. uh Lorilla at the end. But Lorilla, man, yeah. Dirk was flowing. That is wow. a Dirk that I love. Yeah, right Bieber Belly on there. Yeah, Uncle Charlie on there, and Future. Right. Uncle Charlie. That song with Future was fire. Man, uh, Future and Bieber yes, on Private Land. That's is my favorite that's track. one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> he got a track with Brent Fayez on there. That's one of my favorites. Like, bro. Fire. Dog, this whole album was just flames, and it's nothing that I would have would have taken out. Yeah. Like it's it was a really good album, and I'm like I'm glad he dropped some because like he he's he's gonna be big. He's probably bigger than we think right now. But yeah, I fuck with it. Kids love him, man. Uh, I was gonna say the only thing I didn't like about that song uh, with Dirk is Glorilla only gave bars. Yeah, yeah, bars yeah. On it. Like it's yeah. such a sh- yeah such a short verse and like the switch, but. It- it's kind of nice yeah. at the same time, but like what I loved about this album from start to finish, it just flows yes. so nice together. Like the track placement and everything, the way his voice sounds, like you said, B, it's just, I kind of didn't want it to end at one point. And then I saw like the track listing coming to an end. I'm like, fuck, I'm just kind of <laughs> right. getting into it. Really. I had to play yeah. the second time to like really go back. I'm like, damn, this is a loaded There's album. No, skips, but, man. no yeah, it's he, not. Uh, no skips. His voice is, I think the thing that I like most about his voice is he does a lot with it. Like it's not just one yeah. tone the whole time. He can go high, he could go low, he could go he just switches up the way it sounds, if that makes like yeah. any sense. Like his own personal voice. It's weird, but I love I this too. album. I was very hesitant going into it, uh, just because of the name alone. I was like, it's gonna be slow and sappy and just no movement at all to it, but like I said, I played it right back a second time. I was like, damn, he did it again. He, he's on yeah. fire right now. I'm very happy. He with just has one of those, like, his, his his voice is very soothing. I don't know how he does it, but, like, it just kind of just ha- he it relaxes you and just puts you in this zone where, like, you just have no worries. Like, trance on Yes, him. man. Like, I, the perfect, 
the perfect album to drop on a Friday. Like it sets yeah. the tone for the weekend. Mm-hmm. I just there's nothing bad I can say about it. Like no. it, it, you could tell he took his time putting it together, and that is what we need more of in music. Like yeah. at a time where we have you know the NBA Young Boys is dropping multiple projects and. Won't get into that, but like, no, it, it just it, it was a very, very good album, man. Yeah, very it really good was. Album. Yeah, nothing negative I can say. Just I'm gonna tell everybody I know to go listen to that Don Tolliver album for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to Logic like uh, I said, so I'm curious to know what you thought of that one, Drew. But we can. If you love Vinyl Days, I guarantee you'll like this one because he found, like I said, uh, I think it was a week or two ago when I said that this album was coming out. I was like. Let's find a way to disappoint me again or something. Because he makes a good album, then he makes a <laughs> shitty one right after it. But this is, to me, back-to-back, two great albums in a row from him. Like, he is off Def Jam now, so he's independent. And it's his first release uh, being independent. But he's in his own zone now. I feel like he's just focused on bars now rather than uh, doing all the controversy shit with the white and black, the you people shit, you know? So he didn't mention anything about race not in the listen that I, that I heard from it. A lot of it though, it was kind of cool. You know how like we would hang out like in high school and college and shit. We'd ride around in the car and just like crack jokes on each other. He does this a lot on the album. Like it's called college days. So the skits on this album are him riding around with his boys and they're all like different races. Like he has a really close Indian friend and they're ripping on him (laughs) for being Indian at one point. Like, it's actually kind of it's kind of like in this climate like that we're in right now like you think you wouldn't even touch subjects like that or rip on anybody but shit that's how it used to be back in the day you know so he's got a lot of catchy songs he's got a lot of amazing features on this like rizza's on it red man's on it joey badass Mm. is on it Um, there's a song that surprised me uh one of his one of his old um I don't even know if it's like a label mate or something. His name's uh, Big Lembo, but he used to be on a bunch of tracks with Logic back in the day, and he can flow his ass off. So he's on three tracks on this. It's just a really, really nice album from Logic again. It's not, when you listen to it, it's not going to be a 10 out of 10, but it's just a nice, you know, start to finish blowing his ass off rapping. So I'm very happy. The friend jokes and the, the features that you just named was enough to make me actually want to listen. So I'll definitely check it out. B, you love Vinyl Days, so I guarantee you'll yeah, like I'll this. Yeah, I'll check it out. It's, it's, it's very close to Vinyl Days. And then, uh, have you guys listened to anything else this weekend? Um, No. I Well, I did. I listened to uh, Puff has a new, the record label, Love Records. So the first um, project from his Love Records imprint on Motown was an artist named Jazzy, And uh, she released her uh, R&B album, and it was called um, Songs for Women, Free Game for Niggas. And so, um, yeah, so I listened to that. And, you know, it's great R&B. So, and, I mean, Puffy said, like, that's where he started and that's his passion. And when Puffy puts his effort into something, you hear it. Like, it's so, and yes, and gold. It, yeah. it's a great R&B album. And then, you know, um, Detroit's own payroll, Giovanni, uh, released his album Ghost Mode. And it's fire as fuck. If you love Detroit music, if you love um uh, payroll Giovanni is everything that you want it to be. He got, you know, the obvious, like, usual suspects on there. He got Jeezy. He got... Uh, Peasy. Not, no, Peasy <laughs> not on there. Babyface Ray on there and Big Keith on there. So, like, yeah. I know. <laughs> oh. I was looking for Peasy, too. Like, so, but, yeah, he got he got Jeezy, Babyface Ray, and Damn. Big Keith. Um, <laughs> so, like, yeah. If you want a Detroit album, then Payroll Giovanni 
Uh, that's it. But that's all I listened to this weekend. Nice. All right. No, while we're on the topic of Detroit music, can I ask y'all, are y'all familiar with what's his name? Is it Baby Tron? Y'all yeah. familiar with Baby Tron? I tried to tell oh, y'all about yeah. Baby Tron young kid, yeah. earlier. Yeah. I mean, what is what I I, I see him, he, he don't he don't strike me as a as like a rapper, but <laughs> so, I, I keep seeing his name, I keep seeing him everywhere. What what is tell so me about Baby Tron, Baby Tron, what's the best way I can say about him? All right, so he can rap. But it's more like um, he feeds you metaphors line by line. So it's not going to, you're not going to listen to it as like 16 bars, like the verse is fire. Every line is going to be like, oh, that's clever. So that's the type of rap he is. Like, uh, I can't, I'm going to just sing y'all a song because I can't think of it right now. But just say like a clever line. Each line is a clever line. So like he, you know how these kids nowadays don't write shit down, but if they think of something funny, they just feed line by line, you know, mm-hmm. uh, punching, punching it in. Mm-hmm. So that's how he do. So every line is a clever line, but it ain't going to be like, no, all together coming together. Like, oh, this story or this song makes sense. No, <laughs> it's a line by line. And the kids like that because it's shit that you can post on your status or shit that you can post on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's quick. It's microwavable. So that's what made him super big, you know. So. Mm, I like that microwavable. That's okay. Yeah, yeah I, I keep. I mean, I'm seeing him everywhere, and I don't know why I'm not. He sold out. He sold out a show at uh, at, um, shit, um, not um, goddamn, what's yes, St. Andrews? sold out a show at St. Andrews. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> like, he's I know he's from FC. Okay. He's 22. Yeah. Like, yeah, he from Ipsy. Uh his um he got he got a group, the Shitty Boys, um, that you know he went with. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna have to give him a chance. That shitty boys. Just... <laughs> the only song I've ever heard from him be this kid played me a song by him and every single like four or five bars. The yeah. beat would change, and it was just, dude, my ears started yeah. bleeding for a minute. I was like, I gotta turn this off. Yeah, you know what I'm no, yeah, about, I bro? know, like, yeah, like, I'm familiar with these kids because my son he listened to them, so like, I I try to give them a chance. Like, it's it's one dude that my son put me on that I really fuck with. That's a young, um, he's from um uh, Inkster. And I'm going to uh, send him y'all stuff. Mm. And my son plays Baby Tron. He plays, uh, what's his, uh, Skiller Baby. Um, it's a lot of these niggas like, that he plays. So I try to give him a, a, them a chance. I say that Baby Tron is the most popular because he's the most clever. But, you know, if these kids got to break down bars and stuff like that, they kind of like, they ain't really trying to really get so in depth. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then they all mm. sound the same. That's the thing that bothers me. Like, because they... Like Detroit rap is one thing, but if y'all are doing the same type of rap, that shit gets annoying. So yeah, like, oh yeah. <laughs> I say the only other thing I listened to this weekend, and to me is my favorite project of the weekend, was uh, Gorillaz released oh, yeah. their. You said you was looking forward to it. Sixth album, Cracker Island. Holy moly, man! Like they, I want to say this on record: they make timeless mm. music, and if you can make that, you're gonna be around forever. Like. They don't they don't date their lyrics at all. Like their lyrics don't involve like anything around the times or anything. It's just all all like yeah. poems pretty much. Like shit you can just anytime you hear it, you're like, wow, this sounds like it came out yesterday. Um 
It's only ten tracks, but they got Bad mm. Bunny on it. It's the a fucking legend. Song, okay, it's, it's fire. It's fire. <laughs> uh, Beck is on it. Uh, classic artist. Uh, Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac. Classic okay. rock is on it. It's an incredible album. Thundercats on it. Yeah, it's a really oh, really good. Album. That's crazy, like, right? Yeah. It's it's it's. <laughs> Gerard, it t- it honestly took me back to Donda because, like, when I played it through my speakers, I played it with Bones, and like the sonics yeah. in the album and the way like your body feels is nuts. Like, you can feel the waves of like bass and like synth go through you, and it's like, what? A- like, I'm listening to futuristic music here, but it sounds fresh at the same time. There's a theme. There's like it's 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 all okay. cohesive. Like, it's really really good. I was gonna give it a chance and- to mention Donda. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely listening to it. Donda sounding wise is one of the best albums in the last five years. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Donda bar none, like as far as Sonics is the best sounding album in the last decade. Yeah, like yeah. As far as production. All right, B. I'm trying to tell you. It's, it's flawless, flawless production. production wise. Production, <laughs> hey, that's that's half yeah. the shit on an album. Well, you want Kanye just talking with no beat behind it? Nah. <laughs> but yeah, go listen to this album, Gerard. I guarantee it's a quick. It's only like thirty. Nah, I'm gonna listen. Too. It's really, really good. So yeah. Amy, if you just listen to the track with Bad Bunny B, I feel like yeah, you fuck with Bad Bunny. Right. I like, fuck with Bad Right. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you know what I? <laughs> When I was done listening, you know what I told Bones? I was like, he is the post Malone of Mexico. <laughs> like he's just he's got that he's got that sound to him where he's just but he's dude, I don't get how he's so huge Bro. right now. Like his numbers and everything. It what doesn't is, make sense. He's not doing anything what is special. Snoop, what does Snoop like, saying that mean? Motherfucker can't miss. <laughs> he can't miss. He can't. No matter what he does. Like I uh the only re- re- time I really ever heard him was on the uh I like it like yeah. that the Cardi song and he was fire on that but yeah. I don't I just don't see how his sound and what he's what he's doing is like breaking numbers right now it doesn't make sense to me I feel like there's hey, other man. artists like that out yeah I don't know but I'm old as fuck yeah. you know what I know <laughs> no it's not it's not it's not age it's not age it's you don't um you're not in that culture. So like, you, it's not like you, like you from Puerto Rico, I'm you're not, not Dominican, you know what I'm saying? So like those party scenes, if you was down there with it, he's like fucking right. Usher to them. Like, so like, like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. But on that Boston trip I had, whenever he was thrown on, people went nuts. And it's not, it's, it's not even, it's not even exclusively women. Like, no, the no, guys like dudes, right? <laughs> like, bro, I'm telling you, it, like, it's but you have to be in the Northeast for real. Like, so you got to go to like New York City, you got to go to New Jersey, you got to go to Boston. Like, bro, it's ridiculous because they have a high level of like uh Spanish people. So, like, when they throw that shit on, mm. you gonna dance, you gonna move. Like, and if you see them fine women moving, you ain't about to sit right there and be gangster. You moving to we dancing, everybody dancing. Let's do this. Like, nah, no, he, he is. Well, I can't imagine like Sacramento and San Diego and El Paso and San Antonio shit. I mean, they're probably just on Bro, fire right now. It's with crazy. Music. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, shout out to Bad Bunny, man. The fucking legend. <sighs> shout out to Bad Bunny. <laughs> and he was in wrestling, man. And he did amazing. 
And he got the respect of other was wrestlers. Yeah, he had a stamp where he was in. Oh, wow. Bro, clearly a man can do it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, clearly. Say acting is probably next for him. Get him on some like Spanish hey, soap man. operas or Television. something. Get him, yeah. get him weed in. Yeah. Uh, Telemundo. Telemundo. There you, you go. <laughs> Give Bad Bunny all the all the things. Yeah. All the things. I think Can that's a good spot here? for another. That's racist. That's racist! <laughs> oh God, this this whole episode should just be called that's racist. You want me to? No, you want no, me to it that? so well. All right. I only said two racist I'll, things. I'll throw in Jeez, a bunch man. of them, man. Yeah, you. Mariah's got some thoughts oh, for you dang. next time. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm I got a duck, Mariah. Now she. She was. Yeah, we were watching. We were watching that movie. She's like, what? So you do a podcast. We're going to Vegas for the wedding. We're white and we're black. She's like, I see oh how Gerard God. said that, but I also don't get it at the same time. Slander <laughs> that man. Oh, oh my God. God. I thought I thought you mentioned something that in the movie they met online nah, or something like that. Nah, Maybe I was I wrong. Mm. Yeah, they, no, they, they meet online. They met from an yeah. Uber that he... Dude. <laughs> Even that part was cringy, where he's like trying to sound out her name or whatever. Like, whatever the Uber driver was. I don't know. That movie was just Fucking silly. all Fucking over the silly. place. You can say it, Drew. This is a safe space. I'll protect you from Gerard. I gave it a five. I gave it a five. I'm not going to say it sucked because it was watchable. Like, uh, it was watchable. It was just very, very rushed. Oh, very man. rushed. Anything else we got for the movie? That's racist. <laughs> and that's racist. <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> well, on that note, let's Hey! Oh! Oh! Yeah, I, I I I um I had to break up with my barber. Oh, that's too bad. What? Ooh. Yeah. Dry. That that would have been a perfect story to talk about we after were... I talked about Bardo. What? Ha- Come on! Nah. This is a this is people don't understand the importance of this because you've been with that barber for a long time. <laughs> Dry. What happened? Uh oh. You know, right, I live so far away now and busy with work. I have three children and they all do different shit. And so I didn't have time to really like schedule going back and forth between, you know, the east side of Detroit and Ipsy. So like it's it's hard to like yeah, like it's hard to like move back and forth and like it will get times where I go like three, four weeks before getting a cut because that's the only time I really had to carve out of my schedule. So I told her, like, you know, I just got to find somebody closer to home because, you know, I can't move around like how how it was before. So, yeah. So I tried a new barber, and he did all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's different. You know, you got you know I'm not gonna lie. yeah, it's, we're dating. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you got to fill people out. Like, like, hey, you know, don't, you know, you got to get to know me. You can't just turn my head like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, you gotta build the chemistry. Like, learn how I like my beard shape, bro. Like, you know, like I like my life. And you know what's funny? As the the new barber, that's a lot of pressure because he's trying to make sure that you keep coming to him. Yeah, he don't want you to go nowhere else. Yeah, so like I'm trying out different people. You know, saying it and uh, seeing who gives me the best cuts that's close to home. You know, but shout out to Dana. You know, like she's been cutting my hair since I was 19. So like. It's been a very long time. So, like, you know, she was like, and she wasn't mad. She was like, I definitely understand. And, you know, like, she was like, I really appreciate you because we've been rocking for a long time. And, you know, you know how, like, even when you break up with, like, somebody, they'll be like, you know, but I'm here if you need me. So I was like, come on, bro. Don't do that. Mm. <laughs> mm. 
Gerard Barber is like elite as what like for real. Like she cut athletes here, she cut John Howard's here, like multiple lines here, like cuts be fire. Yeah. And man, I that is like I said, that is some big shoes to fill for whoever you go to next. Um thankfully you're in a D, so there's barbers. So yeah, like, I, but that's the thing, like it's that might it might be oversaturated. So No, so I I'm gonna set up an appointment with um uh, the barber who cuts uh Big Sean's hair. And so hmm. but the the so the thing is, me and Dana had a relationship. So the price point, you know what I'm saying, is not like as astronomical. Oh yeah. If you're gonna get your hair cut by somebody elite in Detroit, oh you're gonna pay for it. Like and so like oh. it's like, well, like we're where do I like? How do I do this? Like, you know, I ain't trying to like skim out. We can have a whole episode on this because some of these barbers right now, yeah, I've seen stuff where it's forty dollars and then they charge you extra if they, if you want your beard touched. Yes. It's like, whoa, when yes. do we when do we get to this yes. point? A lot of these barbers now can't cut hair without all that shoe polish. So no, nah, this this is we're gonna have to document this over a few episodes, Gerard. This yeah. is serious stuff right here. Yeah, so yeah, it's a new segment. Who's who's the new barber or whatever? Something clever <laughs> something clever that Drew comes up with, you know what I'm saying? But it's yeah. Gerard is so sad right now. <laughs> hey, breakups are never easy. <laughs> B, are you still you still cutting hair Dude, at all? On the side? I I stopped cutting hair. I don't, I can't tell you the last time I went to a barber shop. Like, cause my schedule, I might have to just start venting about work. Cause right, <laughs> every time I think I'm I'm getting set to a new schedule, it's changed again. Right now, it's Monday through Friday, but I'm literally at work. Like when you work Monday through Fridays, like to. I'm I'm at work at the times where you could go get a haircut, so like it's just tough. No, I I got a lot I want to get off my chest. But to answer your question, Audrey, I I can't tell you the last time I cut somebody's hair, man. But I'm mad I didn't at certain times I didn't stick with it and get more serious with it because I see these prices that barbers are charging. Mm-hmm. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah. Like it is it is getting ridiculous. The and you see the memes like I remember when I could go to get a haircut and it was twenty dollars like. Nah, that shit yeah. is serious. Like, nah, yeah. them days is over. Nah, like, yeah. with inflation, everything nah. going up. Like, haircuts was going up for a while. Now they started to get real bad. I miss the days of doing it on the back patio and getting you some food or something in exchange for doing my lineup. Bro, that's all it is. That's, bro, cutting three heads one uh, day, like. <laughs> yeah, get you a nice 60 bucks or something, you know, 20 a head. This was back in, who Not was bad. that? Like, oh, oh, what? 2012 maybe yeah like something like that and what's funny i at one point i had no went way. to i they had there's this program in high school where you could go to cosmetology school and me me and derez was in it and oh and it, we went in and it was nothing but women i think we were in like maybe <laughs> 11th grade bro we could we could have got our licenses and we stuck yeah. with it but as it was nothing but women and the only guys that were there uh, didn't like women. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. You can call them gay. Our egos can handle okay. that. So we just <laughs> we, we just try. This is sensitive times. I'm trying. <laughs> I we end up leaving the program, and I think about that very often because I could have definitely got up my my See, life. Y'all ain't y'all ain't no. play that right. Yeah, yeah. It's all women. 
You know how many shots y'all could have took, bro? Y'all were the only straight man in there. Y'all didn't see it. They were just trying to skip class. Y'all didn't see it. No, we... No, that's the thing. All we ended up doing was leaving it and, and skipping class. But if we locked in on that, man. Have your own place right I'm now. telling you. But, no, Gerard, I, I wish you the best. Uh, <laughs> shout out to you. Because some people leave their barbers and don't even say anything, man. Just just, just go in the wind. Oh, no, so, I couldn't do her like very that. Very mature. I couldn't do her like that. Like, like that's, my, that's my real friend. That's my real friend. And, like, you can't. Like it's not like it was just a uh, transactional relationship. Like that's my dog. So like you build a relationship who've been cutting your hair for over fifteen plus years. Like you gotta let them know. Like hey, this is what's going on. Like I even asked her for recommendations if she had any people down here in the city that she were friends with to like say hey, you should try them out. And she said I'm gonna look out, you know, and and see if I know anybody that might be in your area. Like so. Yeah, that's just being respectful. Like, if you value your relationship with people, then have that conversation. It might be tough, but, you know what I'm saying, they're going to respect you for that um, at the end of the day. So Thank you for sharing, man. Yeah. Hey, get us the plug with Big Sean on here. He man, hey, here. look, to, to book with that dude, like, I'm watching his cuts. I'm like, oh, yeah, this dude, fire. I was like, $80. I'm like, I don't know. 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 I, you. I don't know. Like so, yeah. Oh man, eighty dollars a cut. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. That's without a tip, bro. Bro, yes. <laughs> so, like when you saw Jalen Rose talking that you shouldn't be paying at least a hundred dollars. That's that's. I think uh the same the dude that owns uh the shop that he works in cut Jalen's hair. So it. Those price points, it matches up. So, Jalen, if I was a millionaire, yeah, I'd, I'd pay a hundred dollars per haircut. But everybody ain't blessed like that to pay a hundred dollars per haircut. Yeah. So <laughs> I saw that and thought it was fake, and it wasn't fake, and I was even more disappointed because there ain't no. Like I said, we can have a whole episode. <laughs> of this, so I look forward to future. Episodes. Yeah, yeah, we we gonna we gonna keep talking about it, but you know, yeah, I had to let y'all know. Thank you, I appreciate man. that, Gerard. Thank anything you. else? Anything else we want to talk about this week? Nah, All right, well, me. I got a date in the bathroom, so this has been another episode of Hip Hop Sensei's and the Casual, and until the next time, man, y'all be easy. Why? Take care. Two senseis in a casual.